You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Okay, Tim Geiser, MXGP of Lommel. I... I genuinely don't know what to say because you seem to be a sand king now and I don't really understand how this has happened, but before it was a struggle for you to win in the sand, now you can crash and come back and still win. Like, perfect day, championship lead is a lot of points now. Really, you're just in a great place at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy about how the things are going at the moment. Uh, I mean, like you said, it's like, like I said many times this week, it's like weird to say, but I really enjoy I was really enjoying all the weekend, all three races here. Um, you know, more to, more that I mean, like more the track was rough. I was more enjoying, you know, like because I can I can I could like take a lot of time from the other guys, uh, do some things differently, and uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun out there, and I think that's that's a big plus and big key to success, you know, to to have a good race, and even like today, you know, with the two whole shots. It was more easier, you know, like because you didn't get roosted. Uh, second moto, I throw it away immediately in first mo- first lap. But um, yeah, I, I had to work really hard during the moto to come back to first place and even like win with comfortable lead. So uh, I'm super happy. Look, I know you said on last Sunday that you've always been quite good in the sand, but you got kind of psyched out coming here. Had I told you a week ago that you would be pretty dominant all week for best rider in the sand, would would you have believed me? Like, did you actually believe you were capable of doing this this week? Or have you even surprised yourself? I mean, uh, a little bit I surprised myself, but I know that I was getting better in the sand. You know, we really focus a lot uh, on the testing, how to set up the bike for this year uh, with completely new Honda uh, that we have all the year already. Uh, so I was feeling that I could do well, but didn't know that, you know, like basically... Every time we were out there, I was the fastest on the track. So uh, that's definitely a good feeling. I remember asking you this in Volkenswad, but we'll do it again. Does the new bike have anything to do with your sand improvement? Does that make it easier for you to handle out there? Does the bike get any of the credit? I would say, I mean, like the bike is definitely way better than it was uh, last year. We make a huge step forward. And uh, I was working also really hard during the winter, improving myself where I thought that I... I was not the best, I still have, you know, like, because we are always like that, uh, as a racer, you always try to find the weak points and work on the weak points, and definitely sand was one of it. Uh, so we work really hard together with the team, and uh, I'm super happy that uh, everything is paying off, all the hard work. Uh, two more quick, difficult questions. <laughs> okay. I would say that you are better than ever right now, like, take the team from 2019, who won at Lommel, did all that. I feel like you are far, far, far better than that. Uh, do you believe that? I would say yes. I mean, especially how I feel uh, on the bike, you know, uh, with the bike, I feel really comfortable at the moment. And uh, yeah, I will definitely agree with you. And I think you've got a 73 point lead now around there. I know we're allowed limited fans in uh, in uh, Trentino. 
are they all going to be Slovenian or just like 75% of them? I mean, we are living in the weird world at the moment, you know, like with COVID and everything. So uh, I don't know. We will see if they even got a, allowed people from Slovenia to came to Italy, you know, because with the borders, yep. we have a lot of problems. Even me, I'm not going back to Slovenia. I'm going straight to Italy on Tuesday uh, because of that. Uh, so we will see, hopefully, you know, like uh, at least, you know, uh, I think thousand people are allowed to came either on, on the track. Uh, we will see. I hope to have some fans there. Yes. Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Lommel. Uh, just looking at your week as a whole, I feel like you were probably one of the most consistent riders in MXGP if you add up all of your points. So uh, nice to get rewarded with an overall podium finally today. A nice way to cap off a tough week. Yes, uh, been a really consistent week, but not always the result I wanted, uh, especially comparing to the guy with the red plate. I mean, he's done uh, some first places, some second, like super good, you know, but anyway uh, ending it up with a podium is amazing especially in these conditions you know where i come from and all i mean okay i have no excuses and stuff but because i live here and everything but it's super tough you know i mean the mxgp class okay today uh, we had a bit less riders because some injured uh, jorge not riding etc but still a tough class and i'm happy to be on the podium you know and keep it consistent that's what counts for the championship i mean i had six motos I had uh, two let's say bad ones yeah. I, had, I think eight was your worst wasn't it uh, like that's not eight bad and, eight and seven was, was my worst and for the rest I was two times fourth two times third so that's alright you know but okay I, I, I won a GP so that's the level now what you want to do again you know but in Lomul that's just not uh, uh, where I could make it happen but we have three to go and I see what I can do in Arco yeah I guess you're a rider so you led laps today so in your mind you're like well I want to win like, a podium's nice, but I guess your mindset, well, that's why you win races. You've got that mindset of always be better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been on the podium today. Okay, super happy about that. But still, you're like, ah, you want to be, you know, second. I want to be first. I want to win. <laughs> but today, as I said in the press conference, heads off to Tim. He was flying today. I mean, in the second race, I didn't even know where he came <laughs> from. And he passed me and I thought, oh, let's see some lines. And three corners after, he was gone, you know. And he basically you know just won the moto after a first uh, first lap bad yeah. crash you know I mean even Jeffrey I think today he would have uh, yeah needed uh, <laughs> I don't know something extra to beat him you know yeah I don't understand where his sand skills have come from because in your gr- in the class at the moment there isn't really that exceptional sand guy is there I don't think especially with Prado now out as well maybe you would have said him but I feel like you're all fairly level playing field which I guess is maybe coming into the week that's why you may be expected a little bit more yeah I mean they're all a bit the same except Prado yeah he's, he can be super good in a sense but he also struggled like the first chip yeah. a bit you know so that shows like there is not the main guy okay today it was Tim but it gets closer and closer together you know so that's that's MXGP yeah. uh, what did you think of the track today obviously there were major changes uh, it was a lot faster but the rain slowed it down a bit uh, what did you think um, I liked it. I mean, something different. I hope they keep it different for training because it's been a while they had it like that. But, uh, yeah, it was faster, but not. I mean, just uh, the rhythm was different. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, the rain slowed it down anyway. Our speed wasn't that high. Like, first motor, I checked 30, 46, yeah. 48. I mean, I didn't... I don't remember from Wednesday and stuff, the no. speed. But it must have been high Wednesday, though. Yeah, I think it was higher on Wednesday. But so... 
it was fine some interesting changes and they did a did an okay job uh, or a good job with the track today thinking about the rain because yeah. they built it higher so the track was actually beside two three corners not really wet wet you know i uh, just want to say we need to talk about in the yamaha official report thing or from wednesday uh, you mentioned that the season's getting long so it's harder to stay 100 percent physically and mentally so is this starting to wear on you a bit like we've had what 12 races in six weeks or something stupid yeah it does i mean i think it does to everybody nobody's gonna lie except the guys coming in now being injured some chippies but i mean we've been ready in february you know you have to keep this in mind okay we had the corona break and uh, but still you kept being ready somewhere you know i never stopped training for like two weeks or anything you know i kept doing physical stuff i kept keeping myself in shape because we had no idea what was going on so it's getting long i mean with my trainer i just received yesterday <clears throat> training plan week 52 so <laughs> 52 so that's one year you know normally i start with week one in november yeah. and you end up uh, by week 40 42 yeah. whatever when the season is over you have some months a bit more quiet yeah. okay we're just not, we, i don't sit on the sofa for two months but you recover and now, yeah, I'm on week 52 on a training schedule, so that tells enough, you know. I guess this is a problem as well that you and trainers have got to think about going into 2021 because, yeah, we're going to have time off where we don't know how long, but it's still going to be a shorter off-season than we would normally have. Yeah, no idea. I mean, maybe they, they're going to decide they start the season in June because then they hope the COVID situation yeah. is better. Maybe they say, no, 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 we start anyway March, so we have no idea. But still, anyway, I mean, I... We need our rest, you know, so it's better not to be 100% ready when the season starts, but then to be strong at the end and like train all winter and be ready for for what, you know, so I'm going to be quite relaxed about this. Okay, the winter will be shorter anyway because we still race in November, but but I, I'm not too stressed about it. And uh, last thing, one more triple header to go uh, in Arco. I've got some good memories of you from that place. You're always quite good there, so I guess go there, try to end with a bang and see what happens. Exactly, you know. I mean, I can be honest with you, Tim is uh, quite clear in the points. I mean, he's Wait, have you looked at the points? No, I didn't, but I can imagine because that guy is just winning uh, yeah. all the time, you know. And today, uh, the speaker, every time he says, yeah, Tim Geyser, uh, well, I don't know, many points in front. I mean, this I can... You should have told him that you didn't want to know that either. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should, actually. No, I mean... I'm realistic, you know, but yeah. still there is a fight for the other positions in the championship. But anyway, Arco, like you said, a, guy, a place I like. Uh, I've been riding good on. It's a hard pack track. That's where I grew up. Uh, no sand anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind Lommel, but, you know, it's, it's after a week. Uh, yeah. it's, it's enough, you know. So, no, definitely looking forward for this and end up with some good uh, results and a good feeling also for next year, you know. Nathan Watson, uh, MXGP of Lommel. I guess we need to do things a bit differently. First of all, you're actually here, which is different. Yeah. Uh, how have you actually ended up racing an MXGP race again for the first time in years? Yeah, first uh, first time back at an MXGP since 2015 at Aston, so it's been a while. A bit rusty, a bit rusty on the old starts and that, but yeah. So basically, uh, I was supposed to have a first French beach race championship today, and it got cancelled, unfortunately, so... <clears throat> I just wanted to race. I'd done nothing all year. Literally, I'd done the 2K, and then I've done one race since the 2K. So, so two, two or three races all year. So I just wanted to race, and uh, the team said, do you want to come and do Lommel? I was like, yeah, why not? I've been uh, riding over here because I've been staying with Ben, and I've been riding pretty good in normal sand, but 
Unfortunately, today, absolutely lagged it down, so it was like a flipping rutty, boggy horribleness, and to be honest, I didn't enjoy it, but yeah, amazing day, because obviously Ben got the win, uh, so happy for him. Um, yeah, that's just made the day. Men, but for me personally, yeah, it was all right. I, uh, I was about 11th in, in qualifying or 12th or something, which is all right. I messed up my fast lap. I could have been uh, been much better, but everyone could say that. And then first race was all right. Got a all right start and uh, finished 11th, quite close to this house. So I was happy with that because I was, you know, we we're just kind of doing it for a bit of testing, a bit of training, getting the bike set up and stuff. So we was always learning. We're not really ready at all. <laughs> Uh, and then in the last one, I, I was I watched Ben on the podium and I was all hyped up and uh, got a bit carried away in the waves and had a massive crash, <laughs> massive crash. So I hurt myself a little bit, winded myself and shook myself up a bit. And then after that, I was just struggling. I was just struggling like mad with the track and, and the bike a little bit. So I just wanted to bring it home and uh, and yeah, focus on my goal. See you later. Which is the beach races, but yeah, it's been a fun day. Been nice to be back. Uh, did racing the nations last year help you at all today? Like, did that help with some of the rust at all, or is the nations just this special thing that really doesn't apply to a proper race? I guess. Yeah, nothing. Nothing compares to the nations. Obviously, there was all the uh, all the people were actually allowed to be there <laughs> <laughs> at the nations, and the atmosphere was mad, and you know, extra pressure. And uh, I think it helps you, but but yeah, here today it's been strange because it's my first one, my first event with uh, no spectators or anything. It's been strange. It didn't really feel. I felt oh, pretty relaxed all day. I'd say it was a GP, but yeah, very similar conditions. I seem to just bring the rain with me everywhere I go. Yeah, same. Pissed it down all night and wet, boggy. Very, very similar. And to be honest, I don't like it. <laughs> Fur it dry. This is enduro, though, isn't yeah. it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone will be saying that, but no, it's uh, it's pretty unique that stuff out there and yeah but yeah same for everyone and uh yeah it was a, it was an all right day yeah i think you were the only person who actually got better with each lap that went by um did the intensity shock you at all like, obviously you knew what to expect but yeah. was it maybe higher than you presumed yeah i've been used to for the last few years obviously really long races beach races and, and enduro races long races so i've never had to go flat out from the from the get-go so that's always difficult for me uh, the intensity and obviously it, in the GP, the first few corners and laps, it's, you got to really sprint, and yeah, that's a that was difficult, but but yeah, got going uh, as each session went on. I got a bit better and better and a bit more comfortable and stuff. But yeah, it was just uh, just a day out to to test and train, and and yeah, it's been pretty cool. I uh, hear you went the wrong way with bike settings in the second moto as yeah. well. Yeah, we were, we just wanted to try some stuff, you know, just to to learn and and to test. So, you know, we changed the bike up quite a bit because I was actually struggling a little bit in the first race, but I rode pretty good. And in the second one, I just, you know, went the wrong way and I just was struggling so bad. I was on the struggle bus. So, <laughs> But, yeah, we'll learn from it. We'll, we know we went the wrong way. So, you know, next week at the, tra- at the test track, we'll, uh, we'll go the other way. And, yeah, it's all, it's all training for the 2K. I think there's one problem with you actually showing up today. We all know you've missed MXGP. You've made no secret that you didn't really enjoy dodging trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you doing today probably has put a bit between your teeth again. Yeah. And now missing MXGP rounds isn't exactly going to sit too well with you. Yeah, it's, it's been so nice to be back here. Yeah, everyone knows I've been wanting to come back here for a while now. And, uh, and yeah, let's see what happens next year. Um, I've got Latuke in middle of Jan and then, and then I've got a contract with this team until September. So, you know, hopefully they'll they'll let me come and do some more uh, some more GPs so yeah let's see
well I needed to talk to you about that you're going to be at some races aren't you we don't know we don't really know but you will be at some surely yeah. like what are you going to do just sit around all year <laughs> <laughs> no yeah that's the plan if everything's going good and uh, you know I'm riding good and and yeah if the team are up for it I'm up for it which I certainly will be then uh, yeah want to go racing for sure want to be back here and be racing Ben and uh, well speaking of Ben uh, last thing you kind of hinted at it when I kind of realised that Ben was safe and he was going to win the overall the very first thing I thought of was well this is going to screw Nathan because he's going to basically be a spectator (laughs) so I'm guessing like you said you did kind of get caught up in the moment a little bit and basically instead of thinking of your own race it was all thoughts about Ben Yeah, Ben just getting in the way (laughs) I was more nervous on them last two laps of Ben's race than I was on the start line for my own you know you felt like the job was done once he'd won the overall. Yeah, it, was, it was such a nice moment. I was just there at the finish line. He came straight up to me, and it was yeah, it was cool. So happy for him. And but yeah, then I had to go and race myself. So <laughs> I had to calm down. Well, actually, you can vouch for this. Everyone knows I'm a Ben believer. You obviously are a Ben believer. I would hope you are a Ben believer as well. This has been coming a while. Like yeah. yeah, it's finally happened now. This could have happened two years ago quite easily. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, you know, we've all seen his potential, his speed. He's shown it every now and again, but it was just, you know, putting the pieces together and, and making it happen. And, uh, and yeah, it just seems to have clicked here in Lommel, I think. Uh, obviously, he likes the track. He didn't even like the track today, though. He said, oh, the track's shit to me this morning. And I was like, oh, no. But, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's getting decent starts. He's being consistent. He's there. And I think he's believing in himself as well. He knows he can do it now. So I think now he's uh, kind of got the ball rolling. I think it'll it'll take some stopping to be fair hopefully he can keep it up for the last three races and uh, get a good get something sorted really good for next year and yeah I think he's going to be good on a 450 as well I've seen him ride a 450 and you know I think uh, yeah he worries yeah <laughs> you might have to put in a few more practice laps he just spoke around there on his 250 now I'm riding a 450 uh, Dylan Walsh MXGP of Lommel first of all on the week as a whole you're a little loose to start with which maybe some people thought that was going to be your MO here but since then you've straightened out put in consistent laps and proven that actually you can ride anything on a 450 so like you've answered people's questions this week I think yeah yeah obviously Lommel hasn't been so good to me in the past but uh started out the first one rough but yeah ended up pretty two solid 14th overall so I um yeah I turned it around and I think I got better each time and it's just yeah just trying to make the most of being up front and just keep yeah adapting more and more to it can we go back to last Sunday and talk about that whole shot just for a second? Because I genuinely thought Tim had the most perfect start of his life. And then out of nowhere, this seven gear just came fucking flying around the corner. And yeah, I feel like I might have been the loosest, sketchiest and bravest whole shot going. Yeah, no, I, um, I got out the gate really well and I was like, I just didn't even... I actually had a Caroli to the right of me. And we got out and he went to turn left without looking and didn't realise that I was like half a bike length in front. So he hit me and I was like, oh, I'm not even going to look. I'm just going for it. And, um, yeah, I just swung around the outside and pulled the hole in. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> leading a Lommel <laughs> first moto. So maybe it was, yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool experience, but maybe it wasn't such a good idea. But I almost had the second one too, but, yeah, a little bit too much Tokyo drift going in, but yeah, my starts are really good, and um, it just shows I can start anywhere, and yeah, it's all, always good. I feel like the championship guys in this class kind of need to 
learn about you a bit because you know how you know how it goes like the top five guys if they start if they qualify like 11th they put themselves around riders who they reckon oh yeah it's all right i'll be able to get out of gate ahead of these lot and i'll have lots of room i feel like they keep doing that with you and then realizing that actually they can't beat you out the gate at all like i feel like i need to have a talk with everyone and tell them to just give up yeah no no it's good um like mentally i, I know i can start next to anyone also and get a good start so i'm not i'm not worried about that and um but yes, normally you can't get such a good start with GP from out wide, but I've been doing it lately. I need to get my qualifying a lot better. It's something that I'm not so good at, but we're getting better. So I don't actually understand why you're not good at qualifying, because you proved at Mantova when you led laps that you can run the pace for a little bit. So what's the difference between that and qualifying? Well, actually, I think I put too much stress on myself, because I actually, majority of the time, I first moto lap times are faster than my qualifying times and then if we go to a practice track practicing there's like my speed compared to everyone's it's really good so i think i put too much stress on myself on that one lap and yeah i just need to calm down after the uh, hectic first lommel did you kind of sit yourself down and have a little word with yourself about how you need to straighten this out and prove something this week yo know, i actually i was uh i was feeling it quite bad after after first Lommel, I went into the second Lommel already hurting. I was like, oh, it's going to be a long week. But I just tried to, yeah, calm down and just try be consistent at the end of each moto. And I knew it was going to be a lot better for me. So I feel better now. I actually feel better now after the third one than I did the first one. So it's ended up pretty good. See, I've done a good job here because that's a story. Now you've taken the interview in the direction I want it to go. You need a ride for next year. I genuinely don't know what more you need to do because you've proven you can lead laps which every team like in america if you can lead laps then you're golden because that's what every team wants yeah i don't know what i don't know what gp teams want apparently not that you've proven you can be consistent all surfaces this this should have been the worst week for you by far you prove it again you can do it and let's not forget everyone in this paddock spent a winter training here and training around this area yeah. you're jumped right in I don't know what you need to do. Like, I don't know what we need to do. We need to start a team. Do we need to find? Do we need to rob a bank? I think we need to rob a bank. Yeah, no, I'm trying to to do everything in my will to get a ride for next year. And obviously, it's not so hard. Uh, yeah, it's not so easy at the moment. But I, um, yeah, obviously this week was going to be tough for me with no winter and here, especially and the track being so much like winter here, yeah. so wet and uh, and deep, but. I don't know, I'm trying to talk to as many people as I can and yes, my rookie, I guess it's my rookie season but it's actually only my second season doing GPs. Um, yeah, I just, I think there's a lot a lot I can improve on for winter and testing and I'm not so sure what I need to do to get a ride but I'm, I'm trying. I think this is the thing, I think like you've kind of been here a while now, like what, uh, Fienza was your first one? Mantua? I did the last lap here, but it was it was okay. Yeah, yeah see, it wasn't so good. It see, was, I rocked up on the bike. There. So you've been here a while now, so I feel like everyone just presumes that you've been here all year and before COVID. Whereas, again, we need to forget. We need to remember that a you jumped in halfway through a season. Well, halfway through a whatever you want to call this, I guess yeah, you call yeah. it a season. And also, we've had so many back-to-back races that you haven't really had chance to sit down, practice, test things, do all of that stuff. Like. It's not like you've had four weekends off where you've had a chance to improve. You've just been racing as you go kind of thing. Like, there's lots of things that could get better if you 
got a proper base for next year. Yeah, exactly. That that's been tough not being able to test and not being able to build. It's literally race, 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 recover, race, race, race. And that's just how it's been. So it's been really difficult on that part. But um, it shows that there's a lot of easy things that I can do for next year that's going to make me a better better rider and better results. Uh, I guess we should end this interview, and I've shouted a lot. So let's end it on this note. Uh, we're going back to Trentino, hard pack, a place where if you get a good start, that helps a lot. Like, that could be a Mantova-level performance from you. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to the last three, and hopefully I can end it with a bang and, yeah, hopefully uh, do something good enough to come back next year. Ben Watson, uh, MXGP of Lommel. I don't really know if I've got a question, but I need to maybe come up with one. Obviously, we've all seen your speed this week. We all know you've been fast. We all know you've wanted the overall win. And today kind of ticked all those boxes. You proved you were fast. You proved you can win again because you've got your second motor win, which kind of got lost in all of this. And then in a completely different way, came through the field, made passes, played it smart, had a bit of drama along the way, but got the overall win, which I'm guessing you're just buzzing out of your mind yeah man I was like an emotional wreck after the finish line I mean the first one went real good I was riding good and I had a good start first lap I lost one place I was fourth and then I just made a, a steady race wheel I just kept banging my laps in and I was riding good I felt good and I came through took the lead and yeah you know, seven seconds or something I put on Renault he was also riding good that race but yeah no it was it was like a pretty perfect one and I was yeah after like real happy and then, uh, yeah, it was second race win. So, I mean, this time I was a little bit more like, right, get ready for the second one. Because after the first one last week, I was, yeah, just buzzing, as you can imagine. And uh, so, yeah, after the second race, I, I went down. And it was, the start just let me down massively. I mean, my start was terrible. And uh, I was outside the top ten again. But I knew, you know what I mean, it's Lommel. And especially today, it's been real deep mistakes were being made everywhere. And I knew if I just kept putting the laps in, I could come through no problem again and it obviously helps when you win the first race to set your overall up but just ah, like midway through the race I ran out of laminates and I was wiping and then guys I was trying to work out who was in front and who was behind and I just rode real tight like I was not not in it at all and uh, yeah it was just a strange race like I was thinking 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 and not just focusing on my riding because Obviously, I've got a race win and I've had podiums now multiple times, but you know, there's one thing missing and that was a, a GP victory. So, you know, now now that I've had that, it's like a massive weight lifted off and it's just, yeah, I've done it. No one will take that away from me now. And it's real nice as well to, to give something back to the team, like during all the, the, the hard times and the injuries and stuff, everything was always laid out on the table for me to to be at the top. So to give a victory back to them was, was real nice as well as myself. Uh, going back to the first moto, how different did that win feel to a week ago? Like, did it just feel like it came a bit easier to you because you'd been in that situation before? Because it was similar, like you had to chase Vial. This one was maybe better because you passed more guys. Yeah, no, this one was better than the last one for me. I mean, last week's race was a real good one again, but I started second behind Vial and I just followed, followed, followed. And then halfway through, I just took an opportunity when I could. And then I led the last half of the race with him on my tail. Whereas today it was more like, just took a, an average well I was top five I was fourth on the first lap and just ticked them off off and and yeah like it I was really I was the better guy in that race so that one felt obviously the emotions weren't as high and it was my second one so but 
after I was I was more pleased with my riding and stuff from that race. Uh, we've talked about how good you are in the waves a week. Uh, we found another place you're good on this track, uh, Sector 4. I don't even know where that would be on this new track, but obviously leading up to the finish, uh, you were killing them in the first moto, like literally killing everyone on that part of the track. Yeah, I had a real good line. Um, not far before the finish, there was like a two wave section. Not two waves, but it was real deep in the middle. And uh, I came kind of out of the trees where the, where the end of the new section is. And uh, let's say where you'd go onto the track when you're training, um, just before this. And I, I was doubling it. And then I would just rail the outside and beat them into the next corner. And that was where I made both my passes. And that was where I was planning on passing Vial. But he, um, yeah, like I just did the wave section quite nice. And I managed to get through him there. So, yeah. You mentioned that uh, you tightened up in the second race. I feel like there was an exact point where you tightened up. Because you were going and going pretty quickly through the guys. And then when Diago came back on the track and got a tiny bit loose in front of you I feel like I could visibly see that was the point where you kind of tightened up yeah honestly I was well pissed off with that oh I may protest I don't know if I'm allowed but I may yeah. protest yeah he, he he made a mistake and then he he went off the track and just cut that full corner out and joined on straight in front of me and I was like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you're my teammate yeah. but I was real real mad with that but um I got angry like a few corners I just want to stuff underneath him and and uh, he was riding good but then he made a mistake yeah. like uh, the next lap or something so there was uh, yeah just one of the things that happened and now obviously I'm, I'm not bothered what it is so you were doing maths in the second race figuring it all out and putting it all together like you were trying to figure out who was ahead of you who was behind you all of that yeah definitely I mean coming towards the end of the race I was real real tight like I knew who was in front of me I knew who was behind me and I was sat there like yeah this if I stay here I've won the GP and that was the worst thing that I could have done <laughs> but you know now I've done it it's it's done like now i won't have to worry about that it's just just crack on and do my riding and what happens happens well was the nerves worse in that second moto then compared to the first moto win last weekend i guess it would have been because bigger thing on the line but then maybe you knew you had it more under control yeah the nerves were were worse in that second race even though i wasn't winning because uh you know i'd won the race it was the overall victory that i was really really working for and um the, the thing was just like when I was leading the first race last week, it was real, yeah, like... The unknown, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, to get a first race, it was still real good, but uh, you can't beat an actual GP victory. Uh, look, I know you've kind of loved 450s for a while. I remember talking to you in 2015 or 2016, and you even said then that you couldn't wait to get on one. Yeah. Does this now... And I guess you were looking forward to going up next year, all of that, but now that you've done a GP win, you've done motor win, you've got multiple, multiple podiums... Do you now feel like you can leave MX2 almost like you're ready to close that door on that part of your career? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a real, real good way to, to end my MX2 career. I mean, there's still three races to go, but, you know, the, the thing what I spoke to a lot of people about was it's it's real difficult to find that extra little bit that I needed to be on the top. And if I move to MXGP without really, you know, getting that GP victory or getting them race wins, it was like, yeah it would have been more difficult in MXGP because obviously you're going to enter in the first race and uh, yeah it's one of the things just needed to to get it out of the way and now I'm really looking forward to getting on the 450 okay let's end it with this because we've done like 40 minutes of interviews this week Um, I've actually forgotten what my last question was going to be oh yeah you've now got your GP win that's done we can talk about it it's all all of that does it feel like you always kind of dreamt it would feel like like is the situation everything you always pictured it being 
for yeah. people like me who are never going to do anything. A hundred percent, because you know, it's it's so hard to explain, but it's definitely not settled in right now. But I mean, you know, all through the years being a kid riding, when you look back at how far and how many days I've done on a motocross bike, everything was to work for this day to get to win a GP. And um, yeah, you know, it's obviously the ultimate goal is to become a world champion. But yeah, I have honestly no words to express how winning a GP feels. Basfassen MXGP of Lommel. This today kind of sums up your entire week, I think. Uh, you're really fast, but too many mistakes. But the good thing is, you're really fast. Yeah, it's just uh, I've got the speed to be top five. Easy, it should be top five. I've got my fitness. I come off the bike and I'm like, oh, I could go, I could go on for like 10 more minutes. Uh, wouldn't mind that, but just like, um, it's not like I really make like mistakes and I crash because of mistakes. It's just like with landing and stuff that I have like, I don't, I don't know where that I just lose the bike. Yeah that I don't even have time to really react so I need to figure out how to solve that but uh, no, speed's good, confidence good the bike's good so yeah just need to try uh, try and minimize the mistakes and then uh, for uh, for Italy let's try to get into the top 5 hey, You mentioned there that confidence is good yeah. so despite all these mistakes you do know that you can be in the top 5 don't you or even on the podium like it's clear that you can Like you just got to fix some mistakes yeah, I know, I know, I know myself and everyone else knows that I've got the speed to be top five. I should be top five. I'm now riding around places I shouldn't be. And it's not easy. Like, I've now had three motos where I've, I've come from like 35 to 12. <laughs> so I should, I should get, if, if we were in America, I should get the Ricky Carmichael <laughs> Hard Charger Award, but won't get any money for that. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it just sucks and just got to keep the head up high and uh, go, for, go for Italy. Uh, what did you think of the track changes today? Obviously, it changed quite a lot over the back. Uh, better, worse? Yeah. Uh, I've, I didn't really like... Like, I think for practicing, it's not bad, but it just... Um, Too fast? For, race, for racing, it, yeah, it didn't really make sense, I'm, I think. so. Uh, what about track conditions as well? Obviously, we had the rain, so was today the heaviest Lommel? Or was it actually better because, obviously, um, yesterday there wasn't much EMX action? Uh, it was more technical today, but any conditions for me, I can ride... I don't, I'm uh, I'm not fussed about it. Any conditions, good for me. Uh, the, the rougher, the better. Do we know what you're doing next year yet? I'm staying with the team, MX2. So, uh, and last season, right? Yeah, last season in MX2, and then uh, see uh, see if we can uh, get it up to uh, to podiums. That's uh, that's the plan for now, and then uh, just got to get a good winner. No, don't don't have any injuries, and that's the most important part now. I guess that is a big thing to think about because yeah, the results at the moment matter, but maybe what's more important is just building momentum to go into next year like oh, for sure, for sure. obviously coming into this season or the proper season that we <laughs> that we started you were coming off of the back foot so to have yeah. something to build on would be nice oh yeah for sure i've got i've as a, uh, i know a lot of people here as well they know that i'm i'm top five material i'm even pony material everyone knows that it's just i got to keep it together that's the that's the main uh, that's the main thing